think? What? Two weeks ago, a week ago, that we'd get a point out of two games with the Red Bulls? No, not to be not fair. At all. To be fair, scammed out of three points, the first game. Yeah, without a doubt. In in it's important. I think it's Elfath, right? That's that's the new guy. It's it's him and Ted that. Uh, Stripes. I mean, really, we, we at some point we got to start talking about their jobs and whether or not uh, they get paid a lot of money to do <laughs> to do what they do bad things and then to immediately come out afterwards and say that they did bad things. When you say they get paid a lot of money to do bad things, do I didn't you, look it up. Well, I was gonna say, do you think you mean like from uh, from the Red Bulls or from, from New Jersey? Like yeah, that, is that where you're going with that? Incoming transfers from yeah, yeah. randoms in New Jersey. I mean, it's but, possible with with master classes uh, in in failed refereeing like that. You at some point you start asking questions, right? Yeah, I, I think <sighs> there's a lot of harsh things that happened in that game mm-hmm. that ended up costing us this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think both both games complemented each other in kind of just being really bad for us. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the first one obviously not not our fault. Yes, don't be in that position, but it's incredibly harsh on the on the penalty mm-hmm. and even harsher on the red card. Yeah. Um and like you were saying, it's kind of like dude, is there some hit out on us <laughs> to give us red cards because not a red card to me. No. At all. Um, and not a pen to me. No. And those are two things that cost us yeah. three points. And one thing, you know, maybe I have to eat a little bit of humble pie because I think what I realized, um, and let me not go too hard into this, but I think I realized that Keaton is definitely a piece um, within Ronnie's system that he's created where he's an important person to have on the field because of that. Uh, and that I think at least showed pretty heavily in the second Red Bull game. Um, so I mean, there were there were just a ton of things going wrong for us in the second. Ton of things. in the second game. I think in the second game, the, not having Keaton. the first game. Really, to sum it up, we played very well, but didn't bury enough chances to to make it so that a fluke penalty at the end doesn't kill us. Yeah, that's on us. Um, but it's incredibly harsh to give a pen there when somebody's. You know, their arms coming back to their body. Yeah. They're not making themselves bigger. Um, it's just incredibly harsh. And especially at, at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, you can't lose in a worse way. And that, really set, that set the tone for this game. Yeah, it did. Because for that to end in that fashion with the, you know, what was essentially the last kick of the game mm-hmm. is heartbreaking. And it, it, takes all of the hard work from that game and throws it away yeah um and then you have a short week to come back and try again yeah although i'm not sure that that was uh i think in reality like that's definitely 100 percent true but i don't think that, that was like the feeling of like us anyways like we were like oh easy we get to go again in three days we're gonna take care of it and i think i think everybody including us and including when i say everybody i mean all, all of the media and including the players and Ronnie because we heard them talk after the press conference um like they kind of just shrugged off the fact that it's a short week it's a second game against your rivals you know immediately after you get you know pretty much screwed out of three points um not pretty much I mean I mean you were exactly yeah, you were screwed, screwed out of three points you lose uh two very important players um for the game coming up and I think everybody just sort of uh 
we're, we're blind to all those pieces taking away from what could what happened on Saturday just because we were passionate. Like yeah. we, we were like, it doesn't matter that we don't have so-and-so and it doesn't matter, um, you know, what they come, we're just going to come and be better. And, yeah, and unfortunately we weren't not the case. And, um, I guess I can eat my words. Like, like you just did. Sean had a game. Yeah. Sean kept that respectable because, uh, we should have been blown out in all reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if we finish our chances, is it a different game? Yeah. yeah. But that's NYCFC. That's NYCFC. Yeah. We expect that, but mm-hmm. we also expect to concede on the other side and we didn't because of, of Sean. And so Sean deserves yeah, that's unlike what so much we've, praise because he went insane. He had some insane saves yeah. um, to keep that game respectable. And I think I was gonna say I think with all of the different moments, it's it's a little bit too much to talk about every moment from each game. Um, so like we can kind of talk about it generally because so one thing that I saw uh, Ronnie say in the post game of the Saturday, uh, the second leg, um, was that it's not a pattern that we play bad. It's a pattern that we don't take three points home with us. And I think that is a very, that's something that has to be unpacked. Cause, and it's also weird to me to say that after a game where we actually didn't take the three points home because we played bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we, we although played, there have been times. We played bad and, and um, yeah, that, that is a lot to unpack. I don't really know what he means. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I, so what I think, uh, is it, what he's saying obviously with the first part is it's not a pattern that we pay, play bad and I agree with that for sure for the most part maybe um, he's kind of alluding to the, to last the refs game. things you think too he's like it's a pattern that we don't take the three points home even though we play good yeah maybe yeah maybe. and and that that's part of not finishing chances because you could play good and just not finish chances and but not then come are you home. playing good though that's a question too I don't think you're <laughs> playing well if you're not scoring the chances if you if you create th- this is why i kind of hate the the way that analytics and stats of football are, are changing because everyone wants to talk about expected goals but i don't care if you create 20 yeah. chances and and score none of them you, you weren't expected good. anything it's horrible it's the worst it's like the why worst even keep way, track of it yeah it's the worst way to track a game because like a, a manchester united can go to southampton and create 20 chances and score none yeah. of them. And it doesn't matter. You lost at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's also the the thing with the expected stuff, too, that's always kind of caught me up is, like, how do you det- – like, how – who is deciding, like, you expected a goal to be scored there? Like, you might – any human could expect something in a different way. You know what I mean? Or or you think of, like, man, you going going to some low-table low, low table team, like, oh, I would expect them to go in and score five. Yeah. I think, and then if they don't, a, what does that mean? There's some big formula that goes into it, but it's at the just, end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, it's whether you put it in the net or not. Really, it's insane to me that they even want to switch it to be like um, instead of goal differential, you you uh, are deter- like a, a title could be determined by expected goals. That is insane. Yeah, no, that's just that not. is insanity, and I hope that never happens <laughs> because I will be less of a fan at that point. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> but. I mean, just if we could talk about expected goals, I definitely would have expected us to, to score, score a lot of goals. Um, not only before we even played, I expected us to score a lot, but then seeing the chances that we did see, I would have expected us to score a lot. I would have expected Medina in the 80th minute to put that header away. Yeah, free header. From a perfect ball. I mean, it was good to see Santi back. It can't be better. Like, he couldn't have got better delivery. 
one-on-one -on -one with the goalie like you just have to place it i i will never score that but with someone like medina i have i have high expectations for a dp so. dude i feel like i feel like uh, we could score that us oh no, yeah dude no, that's no, a free no. header no that's a free header with brian in goal no shot. with anybody in goal <laughs> no, that's put so, Neuer in goal you're crazy dude you got it's a free header i know the defenders just completely were like yeah we're gonna give him a header right now mm -hmm. keeper didn't even move all you have to do is put it somewhere that's not directly in front of you yeah um and that's kind of the point where we're at with this team it's like if tati's not scoring we're not scoring mm -hmm. if tati doesn't score the goal we're not gonna score yeah essentially that's our team and so i think the red bulls got smart and they were like hey if we take tati out of this game they've got nothing else mm -hmm. um and that's not even that's just the surface level if you look deeper you see that james sands struggled and played a horrible game yeah and i would and we've kind of been doing this thing where we call out james sands and it's not it's not because we think that he's a bad player but he's in a patch of games where it's rough. Yeah. It's been since uh, since international duty. Yeah. So, well, since his first game was great with the U.S., but the second game, was rough. He, he struggled and people gave him hell for it. And then, I don't know, he came back and he's struggled since. Like, yeah. he hasn't Granted, been he's, back Granted, he's been, he's playing out of position. I know people are like, yeah. well, he can do it. Yeah, well, I can run decently fast, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do it consistently. I can expect we're, we'll sc score a goal and yeah. we won't. Yeah, literally, like, he's he's out of position there, and it shows. He, he needs to be playing, like, that defensive midfielder yeah. role. He's not a center back. That ring role. He can do it. Uh, he not shouldn't be, though. Not against the Red Bulls, not against anybody we're going to see in the playoffs. Yeah, so, and, and the thing is, he can do it, but then we're losing him in the spot that he's better at, where we don't, we don't have somebody on the roster that can replace him. Acevedo can do it. Acevedo is the guy, but unfortunately, Ronnie thinks Alfredo is the guy. Yeah, a and I don't know after after these stretch of what three to four games now where we've seen Alfredo get more minutes than he ever as ever has. Yeah, and I and think he's we've learned that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Alfredo. I'm not sure what his role is. I think maybe. You know, if we're playing, if we're in some world where we're playing like Acevedo and Sands that are both kind of playing back defensive mids and mm -hmm. and we're letting the fullbacks get up and we're letting our wingers go, that's when I think Alfredo can play central midfield. Like, yeah. Like, let's say we live in a world where Tati gets hurt and Bear can't start and we have to play Maxi at false nine. Then I can see Alfredo, Alfredo being like him. a box-to-box -box type yeah. of thing behind him. But, but he needs a backline and a CDM yeah. covering for him. Yeah. He needs yeah. that. Because he can't do everything. No. He's, he'll try. And most players can't. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's no knock. It's like, not to him, but it's the fact that he can't do everything, but he'll try Yeah, and sometimes get exposed. And I think we'll both agree for sure there's a roster spot for Alfredo. Oh, yeah. In New York, in, in without a doubt. even a starting spot. Yeah, I, I would argue that with anybody, but, but not, it's not as a CDM. It's not as a CDM. It's no. not as a center back. It's more of a just a box-to-box -box kind guy. of midfield guy. <laughs> like a Keaton role guy. Yeah, a Keaton guy. Um, but, yeah, it's it sucks to see all of these wingers that we have not really 
doing much. Not creating anything. You know, even Shradi is kind of struggling. He's not really been playing much, but mm. yeah, he's struggling. Medina's struggling clearly because he didn't finish a clear chance that was right in front of him. Yeah. Um, I think, so we talked, and this really rolled right into the red card issues that we've had, but um, after international duty, when we lost, I think it was to Nashville, away, or uh, Chicago away, one of the two. I think it was Nashville, actually, now that I think of it. Like 3-0 or something, right? Um, what we talked about is how how much not having a consistent lineup can hurt you. So we were happy to have everybody uh, back from international duty and be into um, the final stretch of games that really shouldn't go too, too interrupted, right? Like, I think the, the World Cup, we have more qualifiers coming up, right? In I'm honestly, I'm in such I a... I think it's in November-ish, but we might miss it then. But we were excited that we would have everybody on the roster back, seemingly healthy, hey, Bear coming back, and we'll be able to find some consistency. And then five games in a row, we lose at least one starter every single game. And then we are being called um, undisciplined and all of this stuff. When in reality, no, you look at each and every one of the red cards, and I maybe agree with one of them. I can't with the undisciplined thing. You know? To, to say that Ronnie, like, there there were definitely people saying that Ronnie, like, doesn't have control of the players. In terms of, like, their actions of, like, being yeah. chippy and, like, keeping a cool head. Like, that's the farthest thing from the truth. Yeah. In that's my insane. assumption. And that, that's probably people who are like fans of the team that we were yeah. playing who are just speaking in the moment yeah they're you know like trying to rile us up like in the same <laughs> way that when we come in here sometimes and we talk and we're like we're saying out outlandish things because we're yeah about uh, revs fans sensitive in the sometimes moments. yeah i don't know anything about that but um <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah i don't i don't take it too seriously but at the end of the day like if you genuinely believe that after the emotion fades away get a grip dude yeah because it's it's not true and i we want to talk about it um because i don't know how much time we have uh about, one thing so coach joe which i mean we've never like spoken to him but i would think one day we would potentially have him on the podcast and i think people within nycfc twitter world know who coach hello, joe hello, is he was uh he was almost like calling for like ronnie out and um we had a little back and forth with him on twitter and we were like yeah the last time we felt that was like after the MLS is back, but really since then, I kind of felt like it's been smooth sailing more or yeah. less. I mean, teams are going to drop points. Like, Yeah, I don't think it's... I think the fact that we've gotten points from the games mm -hmm. um, under all of the circumstances, think of all of the things that have happened to this team. Um, the lineup's been anything but consistent, and it's not Ronnie's fault. It's not yeah. like Ronnie's sitting there and, you know, hoping that his team gets five straight games with a red card. Yeah. Um, or, you know, constant inj injuries um, and things like that. I don't think Ronnie wants that, obviously. I'm not Ronnie out, and I would be I would be the first person to be Ronnie out. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it, and it was not. like two or three episodes where we came on here and we we did the thing. We made a statement, I guess, publicly that we're like, we, we're kind of fully trusting and fully behind Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie's the, the best manager we've ever yeah. had. And like when we see, we, we're at the point where when we see things that we might not have agreed with we're like well maybe he's on he might do something like we we trust him to make decisions that are different than what we think we might we yeah. might make in that position yeah I, and i think if you you know if, if you want to nerd it out and you go and you look there's probably been other managers who have been more successful 
and had less and blah 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 mm-hmm. ronnie tactically um as a leader and everything ha- has been the best manager we've had yeah um we'd be dumb to get rid of him um especially when we're still fighting for a playoff spot it doesn't matter if the revs finished finished 60 points ahead of us if we're in the playoffs and we beat them they're out they lose we win yeah. haha doesn't matter and and i think one thing to uh keep in mind and i hope that i'm right when i'm saying this but i think ronnie in terms of uh like accolades and experience when it comes to management he's far ahead of anybody that we've ever had and or anybody that's available yeah i mean by far i and and i kind of realized that even more so not that it i mean i didn't care about it beforehand but i was listening to ronnie talk to like peter rosenberg and michael k and stuff and they were they were talking about the celtic rivalries and stuff like that and when he has he used to have to manage that and it's like Oh, that's like a that's like one of the biggest things in the world. Yeah, people will kill for that. No, literally, and he's like, yeah. it, he's like, it's beyond soccer. Like they they hate each other because of religions and yeah. stuff. And it's like this is a man who has gone into that environment and yeah. faced it. Like the the experience that he has is is yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I, part I, of that is where you don't see him lose his cool after ever. these games. I mean, he not in the post post game, but like he'll get he'll he gets very, yeah on the field. I mean, very mad. I think he was very. Rightfully so, he gets very mad at the horrible decisions yeah. against him, and it, if that were to cost him a job, which is why he gets so mad, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd be you'd be pissed <laughs> off too. Yeah, if if some idiot ref, because that guy is an idiot ref, yeah, gives red the red card that wasn't a, a red card, maybe a yellow, mm-hmm. tough ta- tough tackle, yeah, not a, not a red. And a pen that's nowhere near a pen, and in that time is not a pen. Yeah. Um, I just think yeah. it, it, and, and it could cost you your job. Yeah, you're gonna be mad. Yeah, but and that's always on field stuff. Like in terms of of post game, you know, you never he's see an attitude sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he's been like, I he's mean, I don't know what the ref saw, like you there, know, like. But but after lo- losing to that pen in what was it the ninety eighth minute or. Was it, did it go that long? No, it was like 95th. 95th, something like that. Was, but like he just came and sat in the presser, and he's like, you know, we have to be better. We get to play them again. Um, and, you know, the likes of us, I mean, put us in front of a camera about four minutes after that goal was scored. Um, Dude, and that's why we're recording two days after a, the game. There's and a recording of the Discord <laughs> that we were in. When that goal went in? When, that, when, it, when the decision was being made. Yeah. It'd be bad. It'd be a bad It'd be look. bad for us. It'd be a bad look. We were very angry. Yeah. Um, and we don't cuss on this podcast, so. There was a lot of it. That would go against it, against our rule on that. So, I don't know. I think uh, it's definitely not. It's, it's, if anybody's feeling Ronnie out, you got to pump the brakes on that. Um, you're feeling Ronnie out, you're probably NYCFC out. <laughs> okay. Let's not. Because you just don't want us to be successful. Yeah. And you just want to be the guy that cries on Twitter. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, any feelings like that should be. If there was even to start beginning like murmurs or rumors or things like that, we got to see what happens in the playoffs. Because what yeah. if this? What if he brings us to the championship? Like literally, we, like we literally are in a place possible. to go all the way. It still, d- it doesn't matter if you are one or if you're eight. Yeah, it does yeah, not I matter. Mean, it matters maybe if, with who you're playing. But it really doesn't because we'll we'll thump the revs at home three nil, and then get burned by them yeah. the next week, and then we'll go into the Red Bulls who what are they like second from the bottom in the eastern conference or something crazy like that or are they always they yeah. have been yeah so and and lose anyways that's the thing that that's why 
I it's mean, the like, any given it's Sunday. honestly one thing that I dislike about the MLS is the fact that there's playoffs, but mm-hmm. it helps us in this case. It doesn't matter if you're eighth yeah. or first. Yeah. You, you're, you still have the same opportunity to go and win a chip. Um, and so I, I, I'm sorry, I don't care. And then when I say that, like, we do not care, <laughs> we do not care. Um, but yeah, the, I forgot exactly what I said, but it's not a shot at any individual yeah, human yeah, being. Yeah, yeah. Like, I need that to be known. I'm just yeah. saying in general. But pump, yeah, pump the brakes. Like you said, we just got to get to those one and dones, and we got to uh, make Capitalize sure we're not on. on the done side. Of and that we have equation. to make sure that our players are healthy and fit and consistent and playing and that well. Thiago can maybe get a goal soon. Yeah, get on the field. Everybody, maybe. I mean, Santi. Yeah, everybody. So yeah, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think we still have a lot to look forward to. Um, oh, of course. So let's not freak out. We go again on Wednesday. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I just had it up here. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we're playing Chicago. Yeah, so that's what I thought. Um, I, I'm not saying it. So, anyways. Anyways, we'll good be pod. Back. We'll see you guys. Uh, we're gonna just do a two game. Let's do a two game one again or one and one. Let's just do a, let's do a quick one and one because we've been one absent for a little while. We so we'll we we'll do a midweek again. a midweek pod. Um. Talk to y'all after the Chicago one, and then we got Nashville on the weekend. Uh, don't. This time at home. Don't say it. So. We're not going to Red Bull Arena. Well, only one of the last four home games are actually at Yankee Stadium, so. Yep. That's nice. Anyways. That's very cool. Thanks for listening, Love guys. Love that for us. If you made it this far. Catch you on the flip side. You guys probably know our socials at this point. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you.